0: Welcome back to No Game Schedule, where we actually talk about games when there are no games scheduled. Today, I'm joined by my two co-hosts, John and Caleb. I'm going to start off with Caleb. How are you doing?
1: Uh, fantastic. Fantastic week all around.
0: It's great to hear. John, how are you?
2: A bit cold, Matt. I won't lie to you, but I'm good. I'm good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, on No Game Schedule, this is how it's going to be structured today specifically. We're going to talk about Cincinnati. We're going to talk about the 49ers. We're going to talk about the Rams. We're going to talk about Kansas City. And then we're going to just talk about some other breakout kind of things, you know, maybe some soccer, Mm -hmm. some hockey, some baseball. Hall of Fame just came out. Very interesting. Excited to hear about that. But first, let's start with Cincinnati versus Tennessee. Final score, 19 Cincinnati. Tennessee has 16. I want to say right away, Joe Burrow was sacked nine
1: times. That is the most in the postseason.
2: Yes. Uh, What are
0: your thoughts on that? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, John.
1: Uh, I didn't expect that O-line to do much in the playoffs, and I had them losing to uh, Las Vegas. I kept saying Oakland last episode, but I had them losing Las Vegas, especially because of that O-line, so I wasn't surprised. But Joe Burrow just seems to keep putting the ball in Jamar Chase's hands, and he just keeps running and getting TDs, so it's hard to stop him right now.
2: I will say uh, that I don't think anyone thought the Bengals were going to win. Uh, I don't think the Bengals thought they were going to win. <laughs> it's no offense to the Bengals. Yeah. You guys are a very young team. Joe, I think I just saw it, Joe Burrow, third quarterback ever to win his first two post-games uh, appearances, pardon me. I mean, great, good for you, man. Uh, like I said, they're a young team. The Titans were rolling a majority of their opponents this year. And that, like you said, that offensive line, you were not predicting that coming out of this game. No.
0: All right, so one thing I do want to point out, Ryan Tannehill had three interceptions. Are those – you guys think those are mostly on him or mostly just on the receivers? Because they did not have a good game receiving or rushing-wise.
2: First play of the game was an interception, was it not? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, though. so, you know, you see that play. and You know, we we talked about this last week with with the Rams and the Patriots. You know, it's always just one play in – it's a game of inches. You know, one play in football, you know, leads to an entire event you start off with an interception, you know, your morale going the rest of the game is just, is just ruined. And then you throw two more. It does. That doesn't help. Well. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I think Ryan Tannehill, I, I think they've gone as far as they can with Ryan. He's not going to go to the Super Bowl. He's not going to win it. I think they need to sort out a QB in the offseason Cause I don't think he's going to carry him any farther than he's taken them.
0: We are going to talk about QB situation later with, Um, unfortunately a really good quarterback that he's not my favorite, but he is really good. But in the meantime, Caleb, I want to get your opinion. What do you think about uh, Mickerson's field goal as time expired?
1: Uh, I saw the clip. He turned around. I didn't until after I saw him turn around and he knew he had kicked it. He looked cold. He looked like he knew he was doing the kick turns around. He already knew it was in. I only wish the bears had that maybe in a, NFC conference, a uh, wild card or whatever, but it was good as a good kick and a lot of kicking this uh, wild or not wild card, but this week in football, right? Just mm-hmm. three, three points, Matt, three points.
2: Matt, can I, can I please read the Joe Burrow thing you put on your Instagram? Absolutely. <clears throat> when <laughs> Joe Burrow was born, he drove his mom home from the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Burrow can dribble a bowling ball. This is my personal favorite. Joe Burrow can do a wheelie on a unicycle. <laughs> Joe Burrow is the reason Waldo is hiding. Well, He said sack nine, sack nine times, got back up, won the game. Listen, whatever. I know he said a couple negative things about Joe Burrow last week. He just got wiped away.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And you know what? He has won more post-game seasons than Dak Prescott has.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's that's great.
0: We
2: touched on yeah. it last week. It's just it's incredible to come back from what he did. You know, you would expect ACL, you know, injury. It's terrible. It's one of the worst things that can happen to a, to a, mm-hmm. an athlete overall. And you would expect a slow build back, right? Oh, you know, he wins a couple games and he has a good postseason promise the next season. No, he's literally he he came back and is just an a- blowing the doors off of everyone now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, kudos to the guy. I can't, I can't. Say so. That.
0: One thing I do want to point out before we move on to the next game, Cincinnati is five and three in away games. So do you think that if they continue to play away, they're just going to keep winning? Or do you think that they're going to be stopped by Kansas City?
1: The road stops here, I feel like. Kansas Kansas is a different animal. They're not – I mean, Kansas make mistakes and they still put up 30, 40 points. So I I don't – I don't imagine – the Bengals win this game, but
2: I do think uh, Bengals and Chiefs have a similar problem and its offensive line, one obviously significantly more severe than the other, that them being the Bengals. Um, Patrick Mahomes uh, is just a fast enough. He's, he's agile enough to get out of those situations. But you watch a Chiefs game, you know, nine times out of ten. Oh, well, I shouldn't say that much. A majority of the time, the defense is breaking through the offensive line. It's just the fact that Mahomes has such fast receivers, you know, he's got Hill, he's got Kelsey to get into the positions where he can throw the ball. If he had, if, if, and I I believe this, if Mahomes didn't have their uh, throwing options, he did, he would be sacked significantly more, more than he is. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting to see who's defense. It's it's, as always, it's a game of defense. uh, And I think it goes to the chiefs. in that's in that regard. I, I would agree. Would
0: agree. Speaking of defenses, 49ers held green Bay. To 10 points.
1: 10 yes. points. Yes. You know Can we hold a moment <laughs> of assignments? Can we hold a moment silence for please? Just five seconds. Get him out of here. Right. He's Rogers. gone. Get him, Get him out.
0: Get him out so of here. One thing I want to point out. Saying, saying Green Bay did bad. You know, like they got beat by the 49ers. Oh, so However, nice. one thing, the 49ers led in every category and passing yards. Uh, the only thing they didn't lead in was rushing yards, but or, they led you know, or the game when, when the game clock was over. They weren't <laughs> leading the game, in there when the game mattered
2: too. <laughs> when the game clock finished, weren't leading that. I, I watched the game in it, in its entirety. I actually I wanted I wanted to be at the game so badly. I went and had a bonfire outside in my backyard when I, in Northwest Indiana. It was like ten. I felt like I was in the stands. Right, the weather. Was a huge part of this game, like no one can deny that, like whatsoever. Mm -hmm. You're playing a team from San Francisco, Green Bay was playing a team from San Francisco in Green Bay. It's snowing on paper, everyone was like, Oh, Green Bay is gonna walk away with it, but and then you want, but then you know, Green Bay's you know, uh, punt punt kicker wants to hold on to the ball for 15 years before he gets rid of it, and then boom, it's going San Francisco's way. That was the only negative kicking response that we saw this entire weekend was punting, that one play. And I can't, I, l- I got to look up who it is.
1: It, it also uh, keeps the storyline going that Aaron Rodgers has not beaten the 49ers in the playoffs ever. And that's and his two. hometown. That's his home. Quarter- <laughs> what
0: two quarterbacks he's lost to that have played for the 49ers. One of them is Colin Kaepernick, who hasn't played since how many years ago? <laughs> And Jimmy Garoppolo, who is
1: not a stellar quarterback. He's an average quarterback at best. And I will also say that I don't – the Packers had a decent – like, obviously it was, like, tied, very close game. Special teams had lost the Packers that game. And because all the points that I think were scored were off of special teams for – besides the kick.
2: It was a special teams game, yeah. It was a special
1: teams weekend, guys. It was, Oh yeah. yeah but everything even, was
2: important. I agree. Yeah. But even in itself, I mean, like I watch. I don't try to watch like the NFL, like the pregame shows, things like that, mm-hmm. because like, to be fair, and I, I think all the guy, you know, uh, I think everyone on that show is incredibly impressive in their own right and have a good career. But after a while, they start kind of saying the same things like, oh, it's going to come down to this. And it's going to come down to that. They said it's going to come down to special teams and Robbie Gold's going to win this game. And credit's where credit's due. That's exactly what happened.
0: Yeah. Shout out to my man, Robbie Gould. He finally beat the Packers. Yeah, he oh, yes. <laughs> he
2: needed to go so, somewhere else though.
0: One thing I do want to ask you guys, does Aaron Rodgers leave this season? And if so, where does he go?
2: Oh,
1: out of a cannon into the Atlantic ocean. Hopefully <laughs> a,
2: a really Get him out con- of here. a controversial take from me. Um, number one, I think he goes somewhere warm. I think he does what Brady's Brady did go somewhere. The cold weather isn't going to what he's, how old is he now? Thirty six. Thirty six. Maybe it, more. If he wants to play longer, he's got to preserve his body, right? Um, mm-hmm. well, I mean, look at look at Brett Favre. Played in Minnesota and then played in Green Bay. Brett Favre easily could have probably played five more years if he played somewhere else for a couple seasons. But he's you know he's freezing every game.
1: Uh Aaron Rodgers pres-
0: thirty eight, by the way. Thirty eight.
2: Yeah, that's old, man.
0: It is yeah. old.
1: I think I told you guys earlier. I think my predictions were Pittsburgh, because the idea of Mike Tomlin having Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers being able to work with Mike Tomlin and have a running back like Najee Harris. Is, and then Juju and yeah. Yeah. It it's exciting, I feel like, for him. I also told you guys Miami, because that's that touches on the warm aspect. And that team's not that far off from being a, a playoff contender.
0: We're going to have to see who they hire as a head coach. Yeah, there's a lot Brian of questions. Brian Fuller is being gone. Really opens up the span of, are they going to hire a good coach? Or I are they can't going to hire say, Matt Nagy?
2: <laughs> yeah. I can't say if Rodgers leaves or not. Because he's so committed to the Packers. He's, you know, the Packers are a public traded company. He's essentially the president you know, of, of the Packers. Almost. He
0: the Packers and the Bears.
2: Yeah, um, he does. I don't, I think uh, if he's going to leave and it's up to him, I think he leaves um, the NFC completely. I don't think he wants to deal with this, the 49ers anymore as le- as least, as less as possible. As crazy, little crazy as possible. Thought.
0: What if he um, goes to the 49ers?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, they, well, the 49ers don't need him. That's the thing. You 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 need to look for a guy, you need to look for a team who needs the same thing that would just happen to the Buccaneers. Okay, we're desperate enough. We need an aging quarterback who's got ungodly stats and just needs to win. You find that team, you'll get it. I mean, hot take, hot take. You get the Cardinals.
0: Nah, Cardinals Kyler Murray of- is he's, Kyler Murray still has some years to prove. I still have faith in Kyler Murray, but Jimmy Garoppolo is not the quarterback. I mean, you saw what he did in the Super Bowl against Kansas City. They were not that great. Like, they, I don't, I don't feel like Jimmy Garoppolo is your answer for everything over in San Francisco, but Aaron Rodgers could be. He's a hometown guy from over there. He loves the warm weather. And it just, I think, I think it just fits. You have Debo Samuel. You just, you have the great defense. You have a, you have a defense better than what you had at uh, Green Bay. And you still have a decent uh, wide receiver with Debo Samuel. I, I think that would make the most sense to me. Another one might be Tennessee because Ryan Tannehill is not that good either, I feel. So Tennessee might be good, or um, San Francisco.
2: It will definitely be inter- it definitely be interesting to, to see. I think're I think there's, there's one more person we're going to talk about later on in the show who I, I want to talk about more in trading team, but we'll get to that.. <laughs>
0: Yeah. In the meantime, we talked about Tom Brady briefly and how he went to Tampa. So speaking of Tampa, they had an amazing fourth quarter comeback and it looked like they were going to win. Honestly, I, I thought it was over. I thought, it, I thought they were going to win because Tom Brady is he just he's the king of comebacks. Granted, Matt Stafford had three hundred sixty six yards with two touchdowns and Brady had three hundred twenty nine yards, with one touchdown. But I think the biggest key to this game, L.A. turnovers. They had four turnovers that you can't have four turnovers against Tampa. You can't, they're going to, they're going to get the ball and they're going to rush down the field and score. Like they have to do something by that because Tampa, uh, I think there was five fumbles or almost, and it could have been five turnovers by LA. If, if you play the 49ers defense, you will have five turnovers. They will not let any ball go out. They're too hungry. They they want it too bad. So can they can they fix it before they face the 49er defense?
2: Caleb, I'll let you go first if you if you want to speak.
1: I mean, I the Rams, they did play an impressive game, but that they almost choked it up. They almost you can't allow Tom Brady to almost return like that. And if it wasn't for Cooper Cup... Who...
2: The Patriots versus Falcons, round two, is essentially what we were seeing there.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cooper Cup with... That was the the game-ending drive. That was impressive. because They only had, like, what? Uh, they... I didn't have much time, did they?
0: Mm-mm, no. None of these no, teams I mean, had a lot of time. They a
1: marched down of... the field, and it was nuts.
2: Like... Yeah, this is how... This is just, I mean, it just... This game, and then when we talk about the Chiefs and the Bills, just goes to show you, you know, like you, you a regular season game, you know, there's maybe like a minute left. You know, like depending on when you're losing, you just run the clock. It's like, all right, you know, get them next week. Now, playoff football, it's like there's – You're one done. You got one minute left on the clock. You are using all 60 seconds as much as you can. I do like the – essentially the same play happened. Rams march up the field. They they put the ball down. They're 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 yelling at the refs and they're yelling at the Bucks to get across the line of uh, the line of scrimmage. So they, the same essentially the same play that happened to the Cowboys last week. Yes, At Stafford went and watched game films. Like I'm not letting this happen to me. It was a, it was almost identical, almost an identical play. I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. Wow. Shout out to, to Matt Gay. Yeah,
0: Stafford is his in his first nfc title game right now do we think they're do we think that la can beat the 49ers what do, what do you think it's going to come down to i think it's going to be a defensive game i think the game's going to end up six to nine. honestly
2: i agree uh i i personally for personal reasons i don't want the rams to win i don't want any team to ever have home field advantage at the super bowl uh with that being said i'm not the biggest 49ers fan Granted, they just beat the Packers, so I love them for that. But like you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Kind of situation. Mm-hmm. It will be an interesting game. You know, two California teams. It's gonna be warm. They're gonna be. They're both gonna be in their in their element. You know, San Francisco versus Los Angeles. It's, it's a you know rivalry that spans across all sports, if there is one. Yeah, it will be a good game. It will be. Um, when it comes down to defense. I do think it's going to be a low-scoring game, Matt. I do agree with you. I don't think uh, either quarterback has the ability to go high points.
0: Speaking of low-scoring games, our last game of the weekend was not a low-scoring game. Absolutely. That one ended 36-42 to in favor of Kansas City. So Josh Allen, 329 yards with four touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes, 378 yards with three touchdowns. So that that was game back and forth in the last two minutes. So Caleb, I want to get your opinion. Do you remember the picture of Diggs when Buffalo lost to Kansas City last year?
1: Yeah, and he took his helmet off and watched them celebrate. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that.
0: What do you think of him only getting six yards, or I'm sorry, seven yards this game?
1: I mean, that's not that's not really a revenge game, is there? That I mean, that's about the same amount of letters in the word revenge as he did get yards, right? (laughs) Uh, I mean, that's not a revenge game, but. That was supposed to be motivation, wasn't it? That's oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. And they were hyping him all year, and he was having a decent season. Like, but six, seven, you said six, seven yards. Like, no, that's yeah, that's poor. That's definitely poor, especially in a game like this where it literally went down to a coin flip. Mm -mm. Unfortunately, yeah.
0: John, what do you, uh, so Diggs only had seven yards, but Gabriel Davis. 201 yards and four touchdowns. Do you think, John, do you think that correlated to Diggs only having seven yards and Gabriel having 200?
2: Oh yeah. I mean, absolutely. Like you said, you know, they were hyping him up the whole season, you know, it was going to be a revenge game. Well, here's the thing. If we knew that the chiefs knew that, I mean, before you take away from, from Diggs, you know, I think the chiefs did whatever they had to do to shut, shut the guy down. They knew he was angry. They knew Mm -hmm. he wanted to get revenge. And so, you know, they did the same thing to him. Who would you – sorry, who was the – who had 200 yards? Gabriel
0: Gabriel Davis. Yeah, Gabriel Davis.
2: I mean, and that just gave him the opportunity, you know, to do what, you know, he does best. He's been kind of, you know, sitting in Diggs' shadow the entire season. Not saying Mm -hmm. he's been a bad player. It's just that everyone's been like, ah, here he comes. But Mm -hmm. you gave him the opportunity to do what he did. Um, Unfortunately, the Bills didn't do the same thing. The the Bills had the had an entire year, literally an entire year to scout. All right, who do we need to cover when the game gets tough? And guess what? They didn't do it. And that's that's essentially how they lost the game. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know the ball's going to Travis Kelsey, or you know you know the ball's going to Travis Kelsey, or you know that's going to be a handoff to Tree Hill. Okay, let's cover. Let's not. Let's put all eleven of our defenders on these two guys, and let's win the game. No, they couldn't do that. So I I think it was a game of scouting, and I think I think the Chiefs walked away with it.
0: So one thing I want to point out, uh two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, whenever, 2018 uh conference finals for AFC, Patriots versus Kansas City. Game went to overtime. Both teams were scoring heavy towards the last couple minutes of the game. And Patrick Mahomes, this is breakout years, MVP season, you didn't get to touch the ball in overtime. And Brady went to the Super Bowl and beat the Rams. And it's kind of happened again. Josh Allen, who had an incredible year. I at one of my MVPs, top five MVPs this yeah, year. We
2: talk, yeah, we talked about it last week. He's a great quarterback.
0: And he didn't get touched the ball in overtime. And it's not so the fact that, oh, I'm just sick of seeing Kansas City in there. I mean, they're a great team. Patrick Mahomes is an amazing quarterback. But is that smart? Not only in terms of fairness to the team, but is that smart in terms of, like, viewership and money? Like, do you know how much money and viewership they could probably get more of? If they let overtime run over and let Caleb, both teams yeah. possess,
2: Caleb, I'll let you. I'll I'll, I'll let you get your uh, thoughts out. because let, let me let me start by saying this. Josh Allen was a fair sport about it. He in his post game interview he said mm-hmm. if the coin Absolutely. if the coin flip went our way we'd be doing the same thing. So in essence that's the only fair aspect of the overtime is okay whoever gets the coin flip is going to win the game. That's the that's the only fair aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how you take a dude. Who has who? Who like was punching Kansas City defense's throats the entire game, Josh Allen? And you just say you're benched for three minutes. I just don't. Number one, why are you putting? If that's the case of how the game works, why is there so much time on the clock? Mm-hmm. Like, what do they give you? Fifteen minutes in overtime. Kansas City used like a minute and a half of it. Half of it. So I don't. I don't understand.
1: Uh, I, me and my friends, we talk about this all the time. The college or not the college, but the NFL overtime rules are ridiculous they're they're not fair at all if you coin flip the defense is going to be tired they just played a whole football game the offense gets the advantage every time they get the ball first blah 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 and i've been really aching about this since year i don't know what week that the uh steelers went to ot i think against baltimore but uh we were talking about this we said yeah they need the college overtime rules where everyone's like a shootout you get the ball, and you have to do your thing. And I've seen on Twitter, everyone has a suggestion on how to fix the rules so it's more fair for each team to have a mm-hmm. chance. I like how like hockey has the shootout. It's a one-on-one scenario. I like how soccer has the penalty shootout, one-on-one scenario. So if you can get a, a shootout where it's fair for each team instead of a coin flip, I feel like you could fix overtime in the NFL. But it's on Roger Goodell who – God, a track record he has. I don't know if he'll fix it, but we have to wait and see if anything changes. Mm-hmm.
2: I just think that I think the crazy part is, like you just said, everyone's on Twitter expressing what they want to do, what what they should be, and you know everyone has a different idea. That's not mm-hmm. no, that's not the bad part. The bad part is everyone is objectively agreeing, this does not work. We need to change it, and the mm-hmm. fact that they're not. I mean, I just outside of that. So you take take away. The overtime rules, right, it is what it is. You know, granted, those are the rules, so you got to play by them. However, mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills, you can't hold the the Kansas City Chiefs for 13 seconds. You're gonna let Patty Ma,
1: <laughs>
2: as I'm calling him, march up field, throw to Kel- do a 10-yard out pass to Kelsey, and then let them just charge down the middle. Bills defensive coordinator needs to be fired. Fired.
0: So in 2018, and I will when not this take, happened... I will
2: not take any any other objective response to that. It's not my opinion. It's a fact. It needs to be fired.
0: So in 2018, when this happened, like two months after the Super Bowl, Kansas City fired their defensive coordinator from this exact situation. I think we might see that again. And when did Kansas City do next year? They won the Super Bowl. I think, I think this could be another scenario of this happening again. And I hope they do. Bills fans deserve it. Josh Allen deserves it. Oh, and yeah. I just... I think the OT rules need to be changed. It's time for a change. I like college rules. And I would like, I just want the idea of both offensive offenses touching the ball. That's most fair. And seven out of 10 overtimes that in the postseason, the person who won the coin toss won the game seven out of 10. That's 70% of the time you win the coin toss, you're winning the game. And yeah. in an, you got to think, and especially like offensive heavy game like that, how many times is it back and forth in the last two minutes? Like, hmm. I mean, it, it's just.
1: Yeah, it was a real shame because that football game I watched—the Chiefs and the Bills—I've been telling my friends, "Yo, watch this game. This may be the best football game ever played. Like, this was high scoring. It showed athleticism from both QBs. Like, you can't say both QB or one QB was a schmuck but got carried. Both QBs did their thing. It was oh, high scoring. It was it was a masterpiece of a football game." But because of an OT rule that hasn't been fixed because it's been the same since 19 got whenever when we're in war, yeah, that's it, how it's uh, going to end. It's kind of disappointing all around. It
0: started in 2010s, in the 2010s. But here's the thing. It never became an issue until recently when the game changed. And it's not just football game change, basketball change, hockey change, soccer change. All like the games collectively changed around the same time, I feel. And what changed them I'm going to say was one person not going to get into it too much deeper than Steph Curry because he scored so many points with golden state that he won games and everybody else saw like, yeah, like, I mean, they don't score, they don't win, but if we score like 30, they're going to need 31. So I feel like that, that changed a lot of sports that influenced hockey, it influenced football. Now, like, Everybody's building a heavy offense and a mediocre defense because all you need is a mediocre defense now.
2: Would um would someone like to kind of narrate to our uh, listeners what I just did here?
0: <laughs> yeah, John is uh, expecting a business call this afternoon, so he decided to put on a tie with seems like a <clears throat> John um,
2: Deere. Yeah, I will sure? uh um I'm opening a sports agency, uh JM Realty, uh, as I'm calling it, our real estate is our players. Um, Josh Allen, I'd like to become your agent because you need to get out of Buffalo. My God. <laughs> oh, come on. Out of Buffalo.
1: Out of Buffalo. Oh man. Josh to puts you through a table. Can, can you imagine what f- the fans would do if that he is left so Buffalo?
2: I I I I've been thinking about it since since the weekend happened. That is the only thing keeping Josh Allen in Buffalo right now is his commitment to the city and to the fans, which some people loyalty. can say isn't real, that is a real thing in sports. Loyalty, loyalty. Yeah, you know, you go to baseball, you go to basketball. You know, some there's two kinds of people. There's two kinds of players, or I guess three guys who want to guys who want to win and guys who want money, and then guys who just want to stay remain loyal to their city. Look at Freddie Freeman, right? Freddie Freeman just won MVP last year uh with the with the braves right his his contract his dollar amount just went up massively he could have left granted his contract ended the end of the season but when you have one year left in your contract you can always negotiate like hey let me get out of here no he stayed and then what happened he won the world series same thing happens in basketball same thing happens in every single sport it's a real loyal man it is a it's a real thing
0: is the most loyal man in sports my opinion is and always will be damian lillard
2: That's a good. Damian Lillard
0: (laughs) will stick by Portland until the world ends. However, that is not something we're going to get into today. So,
2: But anyway, loyalty to one's team in one city is a real thing. Now, if Josh Allen gets that out of his head, he can easily go to a better team. I think he's got one year left on his contract. Uh, I think maybe, I think, I think it's at least one. That's Mm -hmm. for sure. I think it's two, but I want to put it, I think it's just one.
0: I'll take a one for one Justin Fields for Josh Allen.
1: Oh, I would. Oh, in a heartbeat. You You think the
2: Bears defense is is better than the Bills?
1: Absolutely not. But I just want Josh Allen. Oh, that's a
2: fair (laughs) point. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, like, and you just said a great point. You know, defenses aren't that good anymore, right? People just want they want mediocre defenses. They want defenses defenses, that are
0: good. Just they just dominate. Like you saw the uh, look at the Rams. Yeah. The Rams and the 49ers. The defenses that are good dominate and you can see. But one thing that I want to point out's
2: got a great defense. Go ahead. Mm
0: -hmm. And the one thing I want to point out though, Tampa Bay still scored in like the fourth minute with the Rams defense. And the 49ers they didn't give Green Bay any room. So you got to think like, what is the what's the factor in that? Where was Tampa did Tampa Bay just gas the Rams, or was the or the 49ers just a better defense? That's the one thing you got to look at too. Like a great defense matters, but I feel like it doesn't matter as much anymore as a great offense.
2: Um, yeah. My, you know, my, my perspective is always, you know, Matt, you and me played soccer in high school. We played defense and our mentality is going to always going to be defense wins championships. Mm-hmm. That mentality is kind of fading. It, it really is. There's a mm-hmm. reason, you know, first round draft picks are becoming quarterbacks and running backs and wide receivers. You're not going to see a linebacker be the first first round pick, you're never going to see that. You're not, They're going to be top 10 yeah, now, at least. Yeah, you never. Um, but that doesn't mean bad defenses exist. Like, we just we just named a couple. So, I think Josh mm-hmm. Allen, I just – I don't know what kind of man Josh Allen is. I know he's a great player. I know he's got a lot of potential. I don't – here's my problem, and this – we can link this together. I don't want to see what's happen, happening to Josh Allen happen to Aaron Rodgers. I do not want Aaron Rodgers – Cannot beat the 49ers to save his life in the playoffs. I don't want the same thing to happen to Josh Allen and the chiefs. Mm-hmm. As long as Patrick Mahomes, it's going to be, it's going to become one of the, one of the biggest rivalries in our generation in the game of football is going to be mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes and the chiefs and Josh Allen, and the bills. And the only way that stops is Josh Allen has to leave. Cause no, I, credit towards credit due. you're, you're 0 for two, against the Chiefs right now, you got to change something, and I think teams is the only thing you've got to do. Mm-hmm. Either that or you fire your defensive coordinator and you get a new defense. That's it.
0: So, Caleb, I want to ask you, you got Cincinnati and the Chiefs and the Rams and uh, 49ers. Who do you think is going to win those games?
1: Uh, I think Joe Burrow. I think it's time for his run to end. Pat, the Chiefs just look magnificent. Like They just look too good. Against the Bills, and it's too high scoring. And what we talked before, the old lines of the Chiefs and the Bengals are not the greatest, but Burrow got sacked nine times last game. It could be not
2: getting easier from here on out.
1: Yeah, it could be 15, honestly, with this game against the Chiefs. 15. So I I, I honestly could. I don't know, because just this Chiefs team is a different animal. They've got so many stars around them. Mahomes is playing good ball now. As long as his tick brother stays off the field, I think we'll have a good game. Mm-hmm. All right. And what about the NFC? Uh, Rams and uh, Niners, a rivalry, California, Battle of California, and Battle for Home, uh, home Turf. Uh, I, I saw a lot of injuries from the Niners, especially during that fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And that's what's making me nervous about picking them. And, I mean, the Rams did just pull off. Before the fourth quarter, they were systematically just destroying Tom Brady and the, and the Bucks. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay confident that the Rams will dispatch the Niners.
2: John, what about you? So, Bengals Chiefs. Um, I agree with Caleb uh, wholeheartedly on everything he said. I think uh, the yellow Brick road runs out for the Bengals here. Um, and – you know, if you're a Bengals fan, you can be upset as, as upset as you want. But, Bengals fans, you shouldn't be in the position you're in right now. You, <laughs> you had There was no – and I, I much respect. You had – the Bengals had absolutely no guarantees to, one, get into the playoffs, two, win these last two games. They had no guarantees. And they've had to fight tooth and nail for it, and that is credit to Joe Burrow. Um, but you're going up against a team who's been to the Super Bowl – and one infinitely more times than you and the Bengals have <laughs> infinitely more times. Um, comes yeah. down to comes down to sacks. The, like I said earlier, both offensive lines struggle kind of with the same thing. They let a couple too many people in, in my opinion, I
1: feel um, like it's but the pass pressure that hurts. But the,
2: absolutely. But the Bengals do it um, significantly. Uh, I say worse. They let way too many people in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be a blowout. I, I don't want to say mm. that, but I think after last week, we've had these really close games with, you know, field goals, deciding it. I don't think that, I don't think the chiefs are going to play down to their opponent here. I think they're going to step on the gas and they are not going to step off until they're standing in Los Angeles.
0: One thing about the chiefs. That's very interesting. You, they beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl. but the 49ers had a good defense that year. Uh, Bosa had an incredible rookie year and next year, then, they lost to Tampa Bay, which is Tom Brady. Um, I, in my opinion, I don't think there's anything more. How do I word this? Knowledgeable than losing to Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, because he's the best at it. He's the best at winning in the Super Bowl. So when you lose to the best, you know how to beat the best, and then you become like you're you're the best. Then, in my opinion, like I I think that team is the best in this in this. Um, remaining pile of teams. The only one that scares me a little bit for the chiefs is the Rams. The Rams are the only one that pose a threat.
2: I think, uh, like I said earlier, I don't want the Rams to have home field advantage. Uh, I personally think the super bowl location should be picked after the NFC and AFC championships. Mm -hmm. Like you give a two week notice. You can eat. Listen, I know it's all scheduling and planning and you need to build a stage for Eminem and Snoop Dogg to come out and, and wrap their hearts out. Um, but I think it could easily be done to have a various locations. Um, uh, chiefs for, or who am I thinking of Rams 49ers here? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to be rude to our LA audience or to our San Francisco audience. If those exist, I don't think either of your offenses are anything special. Really, I don't. you don't think the Rams' offense wow. is that good? With no, Couch? I don't think. There's a reason. There's a reason Matt Stafford and the Lions have been losing for the last 75 years because Matt Stafford because they're
1: in Detroit. <laughs> that's that's
2: a fair point. Um, <laughs> I think it's, and I'm not the Bucks' defense. I can't name a single person on it. Let's start there, right? I'm not the most knowledgeable football person, but I can name a couple people on each of these teams. I can't name a single person on the Tampa Bay, you know, defense. So the Rams, you know, have op- had optimal, you know, positioning to just run up the score. Uh, 49ers, their defense played their heart out and their offense couldn't do anything. I, the the 49ers, their special teams scored all their points against and against the Packers. Garoppolo, you said earlier, Garoppolo... It, it, I think it's a game Incredibly of defense. Average, yeah. um, I think it goes to the 49ers. I really do. Uh, wow. I think offensive. I think pat I think I think, I think uh, rushing and uh, on defensive line, I think the Rams get it. I think defense in the backfield, uh 49ers get it. Simple as that. Hmm. And I could be wrong. Last last week we said the Bengals they were done for. You know, Joe Burrow, here's your first win. And, and, you know, here we are talking about him. So anything can happen. But I, I think it's going to be um, 49ers Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And then uh, I'm voting – I'm rooting for the red team to win. So I'm, I get all my bases covered there. <laughs> I think, Red team will win the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. My opinion, I think what we didn't get in 2018 we're going to get this year, except instead of Jared Goff, we're going to have Matthew Stafford as the quarterback. So I think it's going to be the Rams in Kansas City. And maybe uh, – I don't know. I'm going to have to see injuries in terms of the championship games and just if anything happens with COVID. We know that sometimes players just get COVID and like apparently randomly right before a big game. And I think we'll just have to wait and see, but my pick right now for these two games are Kansas City and the Rams.
2: I will be rooting for the Bengals though. Like I will I will oh, be yeah, That is the I team to I'm sure for too. Like I want them to like I said if they can win the Super Bowl
0: by all means win it
2: go go for it yeah i like the i like underdog stories and they're the Mm -hmm. biggest underdog in in no listen no team like the Bengals has made it this far in the last in my you know distant memory i can't think of a single you know nfc afc you know final four run to the super bowl where a team like the Bengals (laughs) is in it nine sacks (laughs) in a game and you're in the you're in a championship you're in a championship game crazy
1: yeah, I think that just shows how special Joe Burrow is. And when they draft the O-line in the next couple of years, they'll really be a force to be reckoned with. They'll be a threat, yeah. Yeah. All
0: right, Caleb, final picks for the uh, championship games? Uh, I said Rams-Chiefs, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Got all those locked in. So three out of these four games ended with field goal. If you want to count the Bills and the Chiefs technically ending, I with count. I goal. count
2: all. I count every game ended in a field goal.
0: In my opinion, yeah, too, because yeah. the Chiefs tied it up in the last minute, in the last seconds. Um, actually, that's just, not, uh, actually
2: uh, three of the games ended in a field goal. The fourth game ended in a coin toss. Let's just yes. say it. Let's say how <laughs> it
1: <is. laughs>
0: so one thing I do want to leave you guys with before we move on to next couple things, um, with 13 seconds left, Patrick Mahomes tied his team. He got his team tied. You know, it's incredible th- in the playoffs in divisional round. It's amazing. With 14 seconds left, Dak Prescott ran it up the middle on f- first and 40 or whatever it was, <laughs> and lost the game for Dallas, and didn't give the ball to the ref. Two completely different quarterbacks. I just think it's hilarious to look at the that's that stat.
2: I think so. it's a gr- I, you know, it's a great comparison, man. I didn't even think about it. I really didn't. So
0: just the Poetic. the duality of man.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> to be fair. To be fair, I think that's just complete my, uh, different mindsets overall. I don't think Dak Prescott trusts his t- his offense, mm-hmm. and I think Patrick Mahomes put puts as much faith as it is possible. Granted, Mahomes had more timeouts than Prescott, but yes. the clock still ticks down either way.
0: Mahomes also has Andy Reid, which is in a very important part. Fair point. So, regardless, those are the games that happen this weekend. So the way this is going to work now is we're going to do a little. You know, bouncing back and forth, little, many different stories. So, first off, I'm going to start with Caleb. What do you got for us today?
1: So, um, you know, the sport of soccer, football, as some people call it. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, what if I told you one of the greatest games played last week was not Barcelona or Real Madrid or Manchester United, Manchester City, but it was a 40-degree night in Watford, England. The reason why is because American player Josh Sargent scored one of the greatest goals I may have ever seen. Uh, he put up two goals in a performance against, uh, against Watford for Norwich, uh, which the win gave Norwich the chance to get out of relegation zone. It also gives hope to – uh, not Man United, but American fans like me who have watched the U.S. men's national team suck for the past – 10 years or so give us hope that we might be good as well. The power was out for 10 minutes. When was the last time the power has gone out in a major league game, basketball, uh, MLB? Uh, uh,
2: Beyonce Super Bowl, uh, <laughs> 49ers, whatever game that was. Yeah, I'm 49ers saying. Ravens, yeah, 49ers Ravens. They blew the power out.
1: Well, this, this happened here and that was out for 10 minutes, and everyone just sat in the cold. Huffing and puffing on the pitch, waiting for oh power god. to get back. Oh on.
2: my god, Caleb! I just watched the clip. Oh my yeah, god, yeah that that the, goal the is insane. Yeah, number one, mm-hmm. that is that's either great spatial awareness to know there's no one behind you to get that ball. Mm-hmm. Number one, this dude does not look like a soccer player. Let's start there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know he's from Missouri. Isn't that crazy? That that's a that great kind goal. Of, yeah. That's like that's Missouri doesn't goal. exist. No, Missouri, yeah. No, it's Col- Wyoming.
2: <laughs> Wyoming doesn't exist. We can't, we can't talk about We can't just talk about the how great the Kansas City Chiefs are and then we just say Missouri doesn't exist. They're, they, they're in Missouri, <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't work that way.
1: <laughs> no, and then red cards were handed out, and it was a three nothing win off a two goal performance from Josh Sargent. They moved out of the relegation zone, right? Yeah, so they're going to avoid the Good drop to the second league. Good
0: and for them.
1: And it was all in the back of an American who plays football or soccer. This has maybe been the best game of the week. Mm-hmm. And both teams probably equate to like the club value of Manchester United. Mm-hmm. And those players probably pay out wages half that. Maybe and it less. was just, yeah, it was so good. And just it had everything red cards, goals, uh, the power going out. It's just an American succeeding in the world of soccer. It was amazing. I, I think they chanted USA
0: after after the match ended. Yeah, I, which is something I thought would never happen in English soccer.
1: But hey, here we are. Yeah, and <laughs> soon the World Cup is coming to America. Will you guys be considering going to a, a gold or a World Cup game?
2: If it's in America, um, obviously where it is is a big factor of it. Mm-hmm. I would love that'd be awesome. I a, know if there's ever an Olympics, I mean, it's going to come back eventually when the Olympics come back to America, I'll definitely be going to view that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, I, 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 I want to talk about the Olympics coming up here on one of the podcasts, but obviously I'm not flying to China to go see, you know, Sean <laughs> White hit a half pipe. <laughs> um, but no Olympics, world cups, it's a big event. It's something that yes. only happens every four years. I mean, like it's, it's a mm-hmm. life
0: experience. That's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm the just, only you know, issue. America's,
2: America's going to go through the soccer kick again, you know, every world cup they're like, yeah. is our Amer- Americans finally going to adopt soccer. And then like, you know, soccer yeah. shoe sales go up by like 900%. And then, you know, <laughs> you get to June and it doesn't happen. So.
0: I know I can't ever find cleats or jerseys or shin pads whenever I need or shin guards, shin pads, shin guards, or anything for, for the sport I actually play and enjoy during the world cup. I can never find anything
1: and it, Oh, whatever, regardless. Yep. Good for Sergeant. Good yeah, for him. Yep. The only issue is the World Cup that's coming, I think it's 2026 or 2022. Mm-hmm. Or no, 2022 isn't Qatar, 2026 is America. Chicago had not filed for a bid to host a game. so it's Chicago be, won't host a game. They they traffic's host a game. So the traffic's too crazy. So most likely the, Ohio the, will be the closest one.
0: Yeah. Or, or um, St. Louis probably could host one.
1: Yeah, they had a list and a map, but mm-hmm. I... Chicago I, wasn't on and I was pretty upset so. another
0: one that might host one uh, they play USA plays there a lot uh Kansas they play Kansas yeah. City a lot mm-hmm. which is like really it's not city. too far from us it's not too far but seven I would, hours, I would make the drive out there yeah all I'm- Caleb answering your question of if I would go to a World Cup game if the U.S. was in it I'd pro- not go to every U.S. game but yeah. I'd go to majority ones that were close around here I'd make it a, yeah. like a point to go um and that, if USA, the one the it,
2: one yeah the single elimination uh game they're gonna get out in i'd go to that yeah one. <laughs> <laughs> and the, if all...
0: the usa weren't in it i'd probably part polish i might go to polish and i i would love to go see england play because i love harry kane yeah i, I think it would I'd also go. depend
2: on uh who is playing uh, like mm-hmm. like if they who
0: their group is yeah
2: yeah no yeah who's on the team like if uh ronaldo you know goes plays for portugal mm-hmm. and maybe he's, and he we'll comes see. to america it'd be like I will never come to
0: America again. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But like, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Like if, if like there's really good players on the team, like that you can't, you know, miss, you
1: can't not miss. Yeah, Yeah,
2: exactly.
0: You have to go to those games. You have to. Mm -hmm. So John, what do you got for us today?
2: Boston's own David big poppy Ortiz is heading to Cooperstown. Ortiz became a first ballot hall of famer last night, the 25th of January. Uh, Beating out Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Alex Rodriguez, Manny Ramirez, and many more. The steroid usage between Bonds and Clemens was brought into note. Uh, During his career, Ortiz won three World Series. He hit 541 home runs, which is 17th of all time. He had a .286 batting average, and he was a 10-time All-Star. Most controversial aspect of the voting was this being Bonds' last chance to get into the Hall of Fame in regular voting. Bond stands at the very top of the home run board with seven hundred and sixty-two. Unbelievable. Um, this was a this was a difficult, in my my personal perspective, this was a difficult uh, Hall of Fame voting. There was a lot more ethical questions than skill-wise, and I don't mm-hmm. think that's what baseball's about. And I think that's why it was difficult.
0: Mm-hmm. It was all about the uh, the drug use, right? Is that what this one was kind of about?
2: If you, yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. you know, Barry Bonds. The mo- is like, you know, kind of how this, you know, foreign substance abuse in baseball right now, you know, guys are putting, you know, ear wax onto the ball, get some a, a bigger cut, they can throw the ball faster. That's like the current problem. And I think that will be an issue in, in 10 years when Hall of Fame voting comes around for those guys. But steroid usage was a massive deal um during the 90s and, and you know, early 2000s um bonds was essentially the face of it you know and, and pun intended barry bonds head was ginormous during that time um roger clemens mm-hmm. um you know was throwing essentially the you know flames were coming off the end of the ball and the question was being brought up you know like okay so it's cheating i mean it's, it's there's really no mm-hmm. other way to say it. it's performance the of drugs it's cheating right mm-hmm. like could bonds hit could have hit could could have bonds hit 762 home runs if he wasn't on steroids well that's the thing no one's gonna no one knows that answer yeah we don't know right um so now what so the way you know hall of fame voting works for baseball i don't know about other sports is you know there's ballots right there's players on the ballot so what happens is you need to receive at least five percent of the vote to then get put on next year's ballot if you don't make 5% of the votes, you're never getting voted for the Hall of Fame again in, in regular voting. So like AJ Pruszynski, you know, famous White Sox catcher, was on this year's ballot. He got 0.5 of the voting. He's not he's not getting brought back next year. Mm-hmm. This was, and you only get, if you keep getting brought back and you keep getting voted for, you only get 10 years of that. Well, this was Bonds's last year for voting. Now, stands at the top of the home run list, obviously – if you know baseball enough, you know who Barry Bonds is. He's a big yeah. name in baseball. Absolutely. But, you know, the whole cheating scandal is people were trying to question that and so on and so forth. And I think the problem was is people were taking away David Ortiz's accomplishments just because Barry Bonds was steroiding. So it was it was difficult. But all in all, David Ortiz going to the going to the Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm glad Ortiz is going. He's – big name, you know, it's absolutely, he should be in there. But if you look at it just objectively for Bonds and Clemens, were they great players? Yes. it's all that matters. doesn't matter why they were great players in my opinion. Um, Rules were different that many, some, how many, some years ago. And it just, it doesn't matter in my opinion. It's, Baseball is such a weird sport. They hold so many grudges, and they hold it—they hold it so close it's to their heart. It's I like mean, there's, so, it's, it's just, there's
2: a lot of unwritten rules in baseball, and you know, there's a lot of feelings attached to baseball more than any other sport, I think. That's just my personal viewpoints, mm-hmm. and you know, people don't like it. People want everything on as, as fair as a playing ground as possible. But the only thing, my only thing, I can offer Barry Bonds is it's like okay. If you go look at the steroid era, everyone was using steroids everyone. back then. Every everyone. single person, everyone. <laughs> Jose Canseco, Sammy Sosa, like everyone is using steroids. So if every, you know, it's like the, it's like the meme from the Incredibles. If everyone's super, you know, then no
1: one, nobody's is. super. Yeah, yeah like. So anyway.
0: And I just, I don't think it's
1: fair. He should be yeah. in there to be on top of the, of the home run. Home run, yeah,
2: yeah. Mm -hmm. He has the most home runs in the hit. Like, that's beating Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth, yeah, that's objectively one of the greatest, the greatest baseball player of all time. He has stats that have yet to be broken. He's the staple. He may not be the greatest, but he's the staple. He's, I mean, he leads the home run board. I mean, Mm -hmm. yeah, if
1: you're on that list, I feel like no matter, I mean, considering that the, the steroid era is like tough because I know everyone was doing it but the moral high ground that most leagues hold especially the MLB with traditionalists and how mm-hmm. the unspoken rules need to be enforced it i know he wasn't going to get voted in but i in my mind he's he's a hall of famer mm-hmm. in my head he
2: can't he can't get voted for again i know not, uh, there's like a senior isn't it today no it was already voted for oh, okay Um, But like there's a senior voting. So, like, you have to not, Barry Bonds has to wait like 20 more years till he can get nominated again. And at that point, you're looking at post, you know, post mortem type things. So, yeah. Over to you, Matt. Well, today we're kind of
0: going to bounce back to soccer. One thing I want to talk about with you guys is uh, ConCAF tomorrow. This is being recorded on January 26th. Tomorrow, January 27th, USA versus El Salvador for the CONCAF, not finals, you know, it's just more group play. But do we think that the U.S. can keep up what they're doing right now and maintain – they're in the second standing right now, one point behind Canada. Do we think that they can get ahead in Canada? Canada plays – I don't know who they play today, but my birthday Sunday, they play the U.S. This is a major couple games coming up this weekend for the U.S. Last season, last season, last time – they weren't invited to the World Cup. They didn't make it. Are they going to make it this time?
1: Uh, I remember watching the game live that they didn't make it. It was Trinidad and Tobago, and I remember it so well because it, it was supposed to be our golden era. It was like, what, Landon Donovan, Michael yeah. Bradley. And then we Kristen had young Pulisic players was too. Up there. Yeah, Christian Pulisic was up there. Everyone was there, and we could not put a goal in. Against Trinidad and Tobago, who has the population of like New York City mm-hmm. or less, and I mean this season we look better. Chris Pulisic is pulling his weight, but he actually has like young players to play around him. Mm-hmm. I mentioned Josh Sargent earlier. Um, Pulisic doesn't Let's... have to touch the pitch half the time. The team still does what they need to do. Yeah, uh, we have a couple guys that are. I think we have Yedlin. From uh, Newcastle, who's playing Mm -hmm. defense, and he's pretty good, too. We have a bunch of
0: Weston McKinney's up there. Yes. Yazeg's up there. Mm -hmm. I think Zimmerman's finally back. Like, we're
1: stacked with young players. Not good players, but, like, young players. mm -hmm. And we have so many American players overseas now. Like, we have an American on Barcelona. We have an American on Juve. We have an American in Dortmund. Like, there's so many good players. We have an American on uh, Manchester City. So, so many good players are playing for big clubs now, that I feel like American soccer is being taken more seriously. It's a and slow the build, though. It's a slow build. Yeah, mm-hmm. obviously yeah. it's gradual, but it's going to – I'm very excited to see what this team can do. We Like Giovanni Reina, like I think he plays for Dortmund. Like these players are – they look good under the right coaching, the right game plan, the right mentality. We could cause some serious damage – in the World Cup, and especially in the Con- CONCACAFs, for sure. Yeah. Like, we've been owning Mexico, too, for the past, like, four or five games. It's been dosa zero. That's what it is. Dosa zero. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we love to saying it every time we beat them. Dosa zero. Babe.
0: Yeah. So one thing I think that is important, and when the U.S. plays any team, is the weather. Apparently, <laughs> they're going to play tomorrow. <laughs> And it's supposed to be frigid. It's going to be terrible. As we know up here in Northwest Indiana right now, it's terribly cold. And apparently wherever they're playing, it's supposed to be really cold too. So, and they're playing El Salvador. So hopefully the snow and the cold kind of gives them an edge. However, Sunday, they're playing Canada. Canada beat Mexico in Canada because of the cold, in my opinion. So So the Canada-US game might be like, the game to watch. That might yes. be like the game, so I'm very excited for that. But I'm just hoping that the U.S. can can make it this time. I want to sure. see them in the World Cup. I would love to see Poli- Captain America, Pulisic, be up there. Yeah. I have a Pulisic jersey, my closet, and everything. He like, I'm a fanboy.
1: Yeah, oh. I uh I looked. They're playing in Columbus, Ohio, and that's usually a good American turnout. It's good. Like a lot yeah. of American. Fans, oh yeah, the Midwest. The Americans will turn out. South Mm -hmm. of, like, near Texas or California, you'll see more jerseys that aren't ours, but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Columbus, Missouri, Pennsylvania, like, those are good turnouts for American teams. Yeah, yeah.
0: Kansas, too. Kansas is a good one, so.
1: Yeah. So, did you... Have you seen the video of the guy that said that Pulisic was the next LeBron James when he was evaluating the jersey <laughs> <Ponsus>? I, have, <laughs> I have not seen that. No, it makes me want to claw my eyes out because I thought like America was actually moving forward. He's like, Yeah, he's like the LeBron James of soccer. I'm like, Oh my god. Yeah, like this is ridiculous. We
2: have a whole like we have a whole like squad of LeBron James. We got Carlos Correa, the LeBron James of baseball. We got LeBron James, <laughs> LeBron James of basketball. We got we have gotta get everyone, we gotta get football. We'll get everyone.
1: Yeah, We don't understand anything unless it's the LeBron James of blank.
2: Yeah. Yeah. LeBron James of ladders. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Caleb.
1: All right. uh, My second one is the uh, LeBron James of basketball fouls. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What a a segue. (laughs) Uh, You know, the Medicine Society, the walking Black Air Force One, uh, Grayson Allen. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. Oh
0: my god, <laughs>
1: uh, he, he went to Duke University. He oh, wait, he, wait, wait, hold on.
0: Before you go any further, you went to Duke?
1: That's a pretty, I think he's a
0: stand up guy. I don't know much about him, but I, I bet he's a stand up guy. Who went to Duke, right? Oh, uh,
1: very humble. I'm sorry to, yeah, really sorry to let you down that, but right. no, he, he's, <laughs> he's quite the opposite. I'm devastated because if you look up Grayson Allen dirty, you'll see. Grayson Allen low lights or dirty compilations of him playing like, you know, hard or dirty. he it's like six minutes long, just him committing hard fouls and, or just doing messed up stuff. He's known for kicking his leg out. He's known for doing all this heinous stuff on the court. And he did this all the way in Duke and Duke enabled him, but he got drafted to Utah jazz and I think 2018, and he has never stopped committing these terrible, hard atrocities to basketball. He is commit fouls, flagrant, non-flagrant, you name it. There's and a six
0: and a half-minute compilation video on YouTube of Grayson Allen Fouls.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, the reason I'm going to I'm building the context for this uh pylon, uh he He committed this very heinous hard foul against Alex Caruso, who's a great guy. Everyone loves him. The Lakers still love him. Headband man, right? He was going up for a layup. And uh, I already forgot his name. Grayson Allen smacks him, smacks his hand, and then sends a second hand to follow after him, sending him to the floor. Now, the fall was so bad, it broke Caruso's wrist. And if I remember correctly, he's going to be out for maybe a couple weeks. Like four I think it was or four eight. to six weeks. Four to six oh, weeks. Oh, four to six? Yes. So, and Grayson and Allen is only suspended for one game. Now, the reason First, this no, is so no, big.
2: Let me, let me add to this, Caleb. Let me add to this, Caleb. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't call a flagrant foul right away, Mm-mm. right? So, no. the game ended. No flagrant foul was called. They go to the post game interview. The head coach of the Jazz was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't think that was a, I don't think that was a flagrant foul at all. I don't think it was good." Well, then the NBA reviewed it, and they're like, "No, he's getting suspended." So, in my personal opinion, because the coach defended him, the coach also should get a suspension.
0: Yeah, but what are you going to yeah. say in that? What are you going to say? You say he's no. on the
1: Bucks right now. He's on the Bucks right now. Bucks, he got drafted. Pardon me, me. He mm-hmm. had the same attitude in Memphis when he played with the Grizzlies. He's mm-hmm. on the Bucks right now, who are a championship contender, and what the thing is though the bucks twitter account posted a gif of him sipping tea saying it's game day the bulls twitter replied back saying for real seriously this is what you're going to be doing the nba community is up in arms because he has shown over and over again he's just black air force one energy he has he's done this Mm -hmm. repeatedly and he's not a player he's more of a threat than anything. here's here's
2: my problem and here's my opinion i don't i don't understand how you can justify right Caruso is is, and I'm not just saying this because I like. I'm not. I'm a Bulls fan, but I like watching basketball as a whole. I don't understand how you can injure someone to the point where they're out for weeks of a season. After so Alex Caruso just came back. He was already gone. He came Mm -hmm. back. He's gone again because you know because of Allen. I don't understand how you can justify. Okay, you're going to put someone out of the game of basketball for weeks, and you are getting a one game suspension. Your suspension. Should be as long as the dude you put in the in the hospital That's I fair I mean I, no, I, that's, that's fair maybe not that extreme, but you cannot you cannot we there has to be because like you there just said how he's a... out there he's out there sipping tea he obviously doesn't care there needs to be legit penalties for for doing this mm-hmm. because this yeah. is what's happening back I mean basketball has gotten significantly safer in the last you know 10 15 years. you go look at the Jordan mm-hmm. era. Like dudes were actually like there was UFC fights in the paint, right? Yes. It's it's gotten yeah. it's gotten better, but because but because of that, you're kind of almost uh, hand holding these instigators of of the of you know fighting and things like that. I'm okay, so maybe maybe suspending the guy for the full length of injury is extreme because some guys can be out for a really long time. But yeah. one game suspension, he clearly doesn't care if he keeps doing it. Yeah, it's, yeah, just, it's ridiculous. Gotta fix
1: I'd it. say maybe like four or five games. Yeah. because He has a history of doing this in the NBA and they've reviewed him repeatedly but he he, he got a one game suspension. And I mean it's not like the NFL where the the punishments are like selected by a wheel. Usually they get this somewhat correct but I think they missed the mark here. And the Bulls playoff hopes as of now they're going to make it but they're, they're on hold. They're, they're on hold
0: right now. <laughs>
1: they're free falling. They were at 1, I think they're at like 3 or 4 right now. And it's it, that's such an unfortunate
0: thing with the Bulls too. Which I'd like to dive into that a little bit, not for not for too long, but it's not their fault they're losing. They had COVID issues, they had injuries, and now Caruso was out. It's not their fault. And it's just And they're playing good teams. They're playing playing great. They're playing great and they're playing good teams. Like it's it's just so unfortunate. And I've seen a lot of people, obviously we're probably Bulls fans around here, but I've seen a lot of people who aren't Bulls fans go like, yeah, I would be happy if they won it. Like they look, they look like a they're a fun team to watch. I hear people say that who have fun teams to watch, like the Bucks or Golden State. They have fun teams to watch, and it's like, like that's that's nice to hear that there's a fun team to watch in Chicago because there's not a lot of that right now. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know. I definitely feel like um, it needs to be. There needs to be a bigger punishment.
2: I agree. So, all right. Over to speaking of fun teams to watch in Chicago. Next stop, Poll Land for the Chicago Bears. Bears announced new general manager Ryan Poles, recently director of player personnel for the Kansas City Chiefs. Poles has been in the Chiefs organization for the last 13 years. He has a hard work mentality throughout his career, starting as a personal assistant, working his way through through scouting, and finally now putting him on top of the soldier field throne. You know, Matt, before – before we got the recording going, you and me were talking about this a little bit, and uh, you and me had one uh, word on our mind when we were talking about this. If you'd like to uh, go ahead and share that word. Unqualified. Unqualified, I agree. Um, he's never played, uh, never coached. He started off with scouting. Now, I think the Bears' main problem is coaching overall. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think the players on the field are the issue. I think plays being called, positions they're put in, are the issue. So, general manager, I, I think he's gonna. I, I'll say this: I think scouting wise, if he's a good scout, which I can't say for sure, I think he can bring in some good players. He can. He knows what he's. He's. I. I. He probably knows what he's looking for in a player in the game of football. However, you're coming from a position. Uh, what? Hang on, let me read it again. Director of Player Personnel. So you you are going from that job to running an entire franchise. Um, I wish all the power to him. I think uh, I think a general I hope manager he does great. I think I a general manager position in every sport is a catch twenty two. If you if your team does good, it's the team. If the team does bad, it's your fault. Um, I think that's unfair. Granted, there are situations where decisions being made are really stupid by general management. But also at the same time, it could be really smart. Um, but I don't think this was the way to go for the Bears.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know how you can go with a guy who's never general managed before when you had when you interviewed somebody like the Bills general manager and they they interviewed so many different people. It's
2: not even just never general never never general managed. It's like you weren't an assistant. You weren't a vice president. Like you were player personnel you're like a middle of the pack in in the front office right i mean like your they, ring like it, when you get a super bowl ring like your ring is like a, one of those ring pops you get it you know a pizza hut at the, <laughs> or the, or the way out um but i'm gonna stick with them uh as a mm-hmm. as a chicago chicagoland area i'm gonna stick with the, with the bears i'm, I'm gonna inter- with I, need to see, he I need to see the the i need to see the head coach i need to see the head coach decision I need to see what's being decided at the head coach level. And then we can talk about Mm -hmm. how how this guy's doing. That's my opinion overall. Uh,
0: So speaking of head coach decisions, Sean Payton was fired. He didn't fired, quit and quit. Reportedly he's retired. Now, do I think this is like accurate? Probably not. Probably just want somebody to pay him some big money, but we're talking about the bears right now. I'd like to dive in. Who do you think is the right head coach for them? You got Brian Flores, Jim Harbaugh, you, you got Jim Harbaugh, you got Brian DeBall, and now you got Sean Payton. four excellent coaching candidates out there.
2: Well, I think Sean Payton uh I think Sean Payton did one season without uh, Drew Brees and said I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think there's a, I don't think that's a coincidence at all. Um head coach for the Bears. Uh, I've seen a, I I looked up a while ago like list of best candidates of, you know, who the Bears head coach could be. I can't think of their names right now. It's unfortunate I can't, but um, some of the guys are like Buck, the Bucks' offensive coordinator. I think that would be a very smart play after playing with Brady. Um, the Chiefs defensive coordinator. The The question is, or no, the Chiefs quarterback coach. The question is, what do the Bears need right now? Do they need, who, who do they need at the wheel? Do they need an offensive mindset, defensive mindset, quarterback mindset? Okay, well, we just had Pat Nagy. He was a quarterback. Obviously, that's... You don't need a quarterback mindset. Personally, I think you need an offensive mindset overall because you have a really good quarterback. I saw one of the one of the list again. Can't think of his name. I apologize. Ohio, Ohio Ohio State's head coach. If you get Justin Fields old old coach old coach at the helm, mm. I, I think you're looking at a very dangerous team. His his
0: old coach was Urban Meyer. I don't want Urban Meyer. <laughs> um, oh, no. Absolutely not having Urban oh, Meyer. No. But my personal pick right now is Brian DeBall. He's the Bills OC. OC. I would love to have him because we saw what he can do in the uh, divisional round. And another reason I would like him, Josh Allen and Justin Fields, remind they, they look kind of similar to me. Like, I don't know what it is. It's just they can both sling the ball pretty far. They're both semi-mobile. And Justin Fields is actually a little bit more mobile and doesn't have as much of an arm. But I feel like they're they're like – kind of similar. I feel like they're very similar. Yeah, similar it, archetype. Yeah, they're similar archetype. And I feel like that would work better. And one of the reasons that I also like him is because he's he's been with Josh Allen for his whole career. His whole Josh Allen's whole career, he's had Brian the Bull back in him. And that's why I love him. Brian Bull made Josh Allen partly what he is. Josh Allen had a lot of fundamental issues and a lot of footwork issues and just me- he had a lot of mechanical issues. Fields has a lot of the same problems. It's a lot of mechanical and fundamental issues, and Brian DeBole can fix all that. I think Brian DeBole is the right choice, in my opinion. I wouldn't mind Jim Harbaugh. However, I'm not a big Michigan fan. I like Ohio State, so I don't think that I wouldn't be happy if we got a Michigan. You
2: just said you coach. didn't want Ohio State's
1: head coach, and <laughs> you can't you can't have because it because it, it was it was Urban Meyer. If you saw what like, the murder, the crimes he committed in Jacksonville. <laughs> You would, you would wish he wouldn't come to the state of Illinois. I don't want Urban Meyer. Alone. Urban Meyer is not going to
0: coach anything. he would be lucky to coach an AA team. Like, he's, he's done. But um,
1: I, I don't
2: – listen, I – someone who is not – someone who is not Pat Nagy, I'll, I'll be happy with, right? Absolutely. But I just need to know. I need to know the thought process behind whoever is behind the head coach. Just don't go out and get someone. Yeah, I want to know why. I want to know what is the plan. What is the plan? What are you going to try to do? All right. What do you want this coach? Do you, are you picking an offensive coordinator because you want to be able to work the ball up the field more? Perfect. Do you want a defensive coordinator so your offense doesn't have to have all the pressure? Perfect. Just don't go get like I don't know the the dolphins like you know water boy just to fill a position.
1: Yeah.
2: Go get someone. That, that's my only. That's my only input.
1: That's. Well, okay. So the Ryan Poles pickup, if he was evaluating talent for the Chiefs when they picked up Tyreek and all those guys in Mahomes, I, I have a little bit of optimism because he did get a good batch of guys. And they don't even have to change the nameplate on his door. It can just be Ryan P. You, just, you don't have to change that either. Instead yeah. of Ryan Pace, it's Ryan Poles. Just keep that Ryan P right there. Mm-hmm. Now, with the head coach scenario, uh, I think it's Ryan Day, who's the current head coach of Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. The current head coach, yeah. Ryan Day. That would be a good pickup. The the ball guy, I really like that because, like we said, the archetype that to develop, to develop Justin Fields, I would really like to do that. Because I feel like we're not in a contending stage. We're rebuilding. And defense, Chicago is based on defense. We'll always have a mediocre to – decent defense at times let's get an offensive minded coach so we can actually have more Mm -hmm. than seven points on the board sometimes let's -hmm. have a coach that could actually work with this defense and maybe switch our fortunes around because we'll always Mm -hmm. have a good defense regardless what we do and i really just want to see justin fields develop under a head or a head coach that could help him be his best self scrambling throwing the ball all that that's Mm -hmm. all i want
0: naturally well and the would be that guy we started with football and i think it's only right that we end with football perfect so yeah this is um there's been another great episode no game scheduled i think uh i don't know guys this episode might be called kicked or be kicked
2: something yeah, along that I'll, line did we want to go through that mini segment that i talked about earlier of, <laughs> which one of those segment titles that we would, have, we would want to call the episode. oh yeah
0: segment title uh i like <laughs> oh, i like kicked God. or be kicked uh, drafted kicker is always nice obviously but um, we'll see what we'll see what we end up with, Absolutely. or both the kick. Yeah. Look forward yeah. to yeah. the look,
2: look forward to the uh championship games. You know, this upcoming, I guess, mm-hmm. Sunday. And I, uh, a lot
0: of news. Yeah, I think we're I think we're definitely going to dive into more next next week about the US the two USA games. I'm very excited for those. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and uh hopefully we get a Bears uh head coach soon. They might be waiting until that until will be a
2: segment in itself. That will be. Yeah, uh, we will have a special. <laughs> we will have a special edition Bears announcement podcast,
0: podcast. <laughs> called at the at the helm yeah at regardless the helm. Uh, yeah. this has been another episode of no game scheduled where we talk about games even when there are no, no games game scheduled. scheduled
1: so <laughs>